Hello, good evening. My name is Dami and I welcome you to another episode of What is Mental and Emotional Health in the Phoenix Movement and I'll be your host and speaker for tonight. Last week we were able to talk about what mental health is and we were able to shred the mist around mental health. We were able to decipher what mental health is and what mental health isn't and we were able to know the facts about mental health. Today we're going to be talking about the brother, the sister, the partner in crime and uh, the all-round togetherness of (laughs) mental health, which is emotional health. Emotion runs our everyday life. We are either acting or reacting to a particular situation. We are either doing something out of our emotions or reacting out of our emotions. World Health Organization defines health as a state of complete physical, mental, emotional, and social wealth, which is not marked out by the absence of a disease. So you could be unhealthy without even knowing it. So that is what health is. So let's say emotional health is part of your health which is a major part because you do majority of everything you do out of emotions you wake up in the morning to go to your job because you're either not going to get paid or because you love the job whichever one both of them are acting out of emotion so what is emotional health what is this emotional health emotional health is about how we think feel and act it controls our overall health and well-being about life just like I have said earlier emotion controls everything we do about life so anything we do we are either acting or reacting and it controls our total well-being about life so if you become a master of emotion imagine you could be a master of your own life Emotional health is a person's ability to identify. Sometimes, most times, we don't know what we are feeling. That's because we rush through our emotions. Process. You're feeling some way. Why am I feeling this way? But most times, we don't ask the question and act upon those feelings in a specific situation. So you are always, always acting or reacting in a specific situation over a course of time so we're just going to be talking about the signs that you are having emotional unhealthiness and signs that you are in a you you have a good emotional health and how to actually improve your emotion and health you know life is hard we have lost loved ones we've gone through changes we've gone through hard times coming looking at the pandemic a lot of businesses have been lost a lot of people lost their loved ones they never thought in a million years that that could happen a lot of people were diagnosed with diseases that never ever would they have imagined that would come to their life but we go through hard times in life it is inevitable it's not something that we can say it's not going to happen to us because we don't have a choice in that. It is inevitable. But we have a choice in how we react. We have a choice in how we take it. We have a choice in how we leave it. So, bad news. How do you know that you are, 
you lack emotional intelligence how do you know that you are not in a good emotional place you're emotionally unhealthy consistent feeling of sadness and hopelessness when you feel like nothing else really matters anymore when you're always sad about nothing really makes sense nothing really adds up anymore that's number one consistent feeling of sadness and hopelessness number two anger anger is one of the major ways of knowing someone that is unemotional like that is emotionally unstable someone that is not truly emotionally stable anger anger is a form of defense most times most people that have been broken or have gone through a lot of pain actually use anger to block people from coming to them number three tearfulness and frequent crying yes sometimes life can be hard and we cry once in a while but when you are always crying always crying when you're at work and your boss is talking to you you're crying when you're in class and you're having a conversation with your colleague and maybe it led to a little bit of an argument you're crying when a little thing happened you're crying you're always consistently crying because you just feel like there's this deep well of sadness inside of you that is just coming out loss of interest in activities that you used to love <clears throat> lots of interesting activities you used to love you used to love to play chess but now you don't even want to look at chess you used to love biking you used to love jogging you used to love going out you used to love planting you used to love to read but now you can't even find what you love anymore you know you set yourself and you want to find uh something that will keep you going and you just can't even find what you love anymore is a sign that you are emotionally unhealthy changing your eating and sleeping habits changing your eating and sleeping habits maybe you sleep more or you sleep less now or you eat more or you eat less you have to be aware of your system when something is not the way it used to be there must be something wrong there must be something wrong unusual restlessness <laughs> unusual restlessness i'm going to give a very crazy example but when you are restless and you're trying to cover yourself at night you can never find the edge of the wrapper or the blanket where you're using to cover you will always miss it out there's no way you're going to cover yourself you will struggle at the end of the day you might even throw off the wrapper that's what restlessness can cause you can be trying to concentrate on a particular thing now and thoughts like ah just like thoughts like you're nowhere supposed to be or thoughts like look at your mate or thoughts like uh you can do this you can do that or thoughts like start this that that lots of concentration restlessness you just feel like you can do everything at once restlessness feeling of fatigue and lack of sleep feeling of fatigue and lack of sleep when you are unnecessary and overly always tired and you can't sleep i don't know if you've experienced that but there was a time i was going through a time of insomnia i'm so tired like i'm a log tired restless 
and I cannot sleep. You can't even find the, you know, when you're tired, the next thing you want to do is to sleep. But this one, you cannot sleep. And last but not the least is feeling of of loss of worth and guilt. Those are two heavy things. Majority of people that have emotional unhealthiness actually feel unhealthy about themselves. They have a low self-esteem about themselves. So feeling of feeling of worthlessness and guilt. So how do you improve your emotional health? So I'm going to give five ways you can improve your emotional health. Then we give signs of you being a peak of emotional health. So one, psychology, relationship, sleep, exercise and nutrition psychology relationship sleep exercise and nutrition number one psychology psychology is everything about us where you grow up your culture your environment the way you talk your past experience so now this is you willing to stand up relearn unlearn and learn again Yes, some things have happened and probably some kind of psychology has crept into your mind. You have to stand up and be willing to learn, relearn and unlearn again. Willing to create that person that you always envision when you're lying down, when you're going through that depression mode and you're wishing, I wish, I wish, I wish. Standing up to actually be that person. Standing up to actually do that thing that could bring out that person inside of you. Number two, we're going to be talking about exercise. The, the, number two, exercise. The role exercise play cannot be underrated. When you work out, when you work out, I don't know. You feel this high. Dopamine is released into your system when you work out. It might not even be something as as tedious as lifting up weights or trying out uh, something else. But it could just be something as jogging or walking. You know, walking on the street, just stepping out. But exercise has an incredible way of increasing your emotional health. It just gives you this high for life. Like when you walk out in the morning before going to work, you just have this, this, like you could do anything. Like you could take down the mountains. You could do anything. Really, maybe you challenged yourself about a particular exercise and you passed that challenge. You just feel like on top of the world. Number three, relationship. We both know we are the average of the five people we spend our life with, we spend our time with. We are the average of those people. So if we are honest, relationships are very important. In fact, they drive us. A deeper, meaningful relationship leads to a deeper and richer life. 
So we spend most of our time to pe- with people that can change us. So if we can actually address our relationship, spend more time in it, not just run away from when we have issues, but actually address the pain point with your significant other or with your friend or with anybody at work, have a conversation, learn, listen, then you can increase your emotional health. You can improve the way you feel. Then you don't just most times feel like you are alone because you are trying to always connect to people. Relationships are very important in our life and they can never be overruled. They drive us. When you have a deeper relationship in your life, when you have relationships that make sense in your life, you have a deeper meaning to life. You have what to fight for. You have what to live for. Number four, nutrition. Number four, nutrition. Nutrition will tell you, nutritionists will tell you that you are what you eat. Yes. Nutritionists will tell you that you are what you eat. Now, if our brains cannot produce the nutrients and the hormones we need, we will be left feeling weak and lack, we lack energy. So, we need to eat the right amount of food for our brain to produce those hormones that will make us feel good. Our our emotional health can never be well if we lack energy. Our brain needs to produce epiphenol, serotonin, dopamine. These are feel-good hormones. But if we don't eat well, we will never be able to produce such hormone. And our guts, 90% of the neurotransmitter in our brain are produced in the gut. That is our gut, stomach now. So now if we eat food that are high in sugar and carbohydrate and fats, we will reduce the microbes that are there. Those bacteria that are producing those neurons will reduce them but if we eat foods that are high in fiber and whole grains they're going to improve those foods so try to change your feeding habit why not try reducing the amount of soda you take in a day or reducing the amount of meat you take in a day and take more vegetables take more earthly food instead of eating a lot of meat and last but not the least sleep number five sleep now when as a student they'll tell you that when you sleep for five hours six hours you're not a serious student but our sleep is very important that is when our body shed weight that's waste that's when our body break down large molecules that's where our body recharges and refreshes so if we're not giving our body the time to recharge and refresh we're gonna wake up feeling very very weak and tired and lack the energy for life so sleep is very very important you need your sleep you need your rest please Go away with this myth that you don't need to sleep because you're maybe working on a company or you're starting a firm. You don't need to sleep. 
sleep is very very important just like every other part is important sleep is very very important so now we're going to be talking about signs that you are in emotional peak you know sign that you have an emotional health you have emotional healthiness ability to express to feel and to manage a range of positive and negative emotion your ability to express to tell oh i feel bad most times when we feel terrible about something we don't talk about it we feel like why should we talk about it maybe you have an argument with your mother or your father or someone probably because the person is older than you you just feel like why should i talk about this but when you keep holding feelings it's going to just lead to a bigger explosion of negative feeling so your ability to manage is no you see it's not just the negative also the positive part ability to manage happiness and not go and do something that you're going to regret later number two ability to form and maintain good relationship with others emotional intelligence ability to form and maintain good relationship good relationship is going to go a long way for you so your ability to manage your emotions to manage your to to manage friendship is a sign that you are in good emotional health the ability to cope and manage change okay the ability to cope and manage change let me give an example Bob and Sarah now Bob and Sarah are both entrepreneurs high achievers they have plans and goals they've been working on their companies for years now Bob was stressed about the fact that he had to close down his company and he has to send his workers away and he's not making money he's stressed about it he's he started feeling so stressed but Bob is proud and he does not want to talk about his emotions so he just keeps them and not talk about them but Sarah on the other hand feels like okay yes she was sad too business is closed down too what do I do but she 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 accepted the feeling she probably spoke to somebody about the feeling this is the way I'm feeling and person probably told her that oh you're not the only 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 one feeling this way is because of the pandemic and now she's able to express herself she's able to identify what she's feeling and she can work on it and then she lets it pass and be able to focus on other things but Bob hurt those feelings feeling like oh he's a proud man he can't talk about those kind of things making him emotionally unhealthy now he's gonna go through depression he's gonna go through loneliness if only he was able to express himself another sign of good emotional health is you like who you are feeling of worthiness number four you like who you are you feel worthy you begin to understand your 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 likes and dislikes you know what you like you know what you don't like you create boundaries you understand who you can grow with likes worthiness 
you are in touch with your emotions you are in touch with your emotions you know you're feeling angry you know you're feeling sad you know you're feeling this you don't allow those emotions to grow and turn into something else emotional intelligence is a very huge part of our lives but most times we neglect it we neglect our emotional intelligence so thank you so much for listening i just hope that we're able to tell you that much about emotional intelligence and how it affects our daily lives please take this tip and use them till we meet again next week thank you Thank you.